This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 75. Today we hear 10 mystery animal sounds. What are they? Welcome, everybody, to another episode, episode number 75 of the Visit the Zoo podcast. And I am your host, Fred Fishman, and I am the author of the 12-book, 120-animal Visit the Zoo series of Kindle books and print books, audiobooks, DVD, and, of course, host of this podcast. We are at 75 episodes. Wow, great to be here and looking forward to 100 and beyond our websites, my author website, is at frederickfishman, F-I-C-H-M-A-N, dot com. And the host website for this podcast can be found at zooanimals.info. That's zooanimals.info. If you want to take a look at all of our merchandise, that is at zooswear, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R, dot com. That's zooswear, dot com. And we've got coming a very new website that's in development now that I'm putting together that will put all the elements of Visit the Zoo into one website. So keep your eyes and ears open for that one. That should be coming in the next week or two. Okay, let's say we get started. In our first segment is always animal news. And let's start with this first news story. First of all, let me say that I really do feel sorry for the relatives and the loved ones for this person who was killed in South Africa, but nature has a way of settling scores and issuing payback. The title of this story, and you may have heard this one, is suspected rhino poacher is killed by an elephant and then eaten by lions in South Africa. Only a skull and a pair of trousers remained after a suspected rhino poacher was killed by an elephant and then eaten by lions in the Kruger National Park, South African National Park said. The incident happened after the man entered the park on Monday with four others to target rhinos, according to a Park Service statement. An elephant suddenly attacked the alleged poacher, killing him, and his accomplices claimed to have carried his body to the road so that passerby could find it in the morning. They then vanished from the park. His family was notified of the death on Tuesday by his fellow poachers. Rangers scoured on foot and police flew over the area, but because the failing light could not be found. The search resumed on Thursday morning, and with the help of added field rangers, police discovered what was left of the body. Indications found at the scene suggested that a pride of lions had devoured the remains, leaving only a human skull, and a pair of pants entering Kruger National Park illegally, said Glenn Phillips, managing director of the park, is illegal. And on foot, it is not wise. It holds many dangers, and this incident is evidence of that. It is very sad to see the daughters of the deceased mourning the loss of their father and were still only being able to recover very little of his remains. The three individuals who joined the illegal hunt were arrested on Wednesday by South African Police Service. The African rhino is targeted for its horn because of the belief among some who practice Eastern medicine that the horn has benefits as an aphrodisiac, making it more valuable than cocaine in parts of the world. Lions left only the poacher's skull and his pants. In 2016, there were between 340 
nine and 465 black rhinos living in Kruger between 6,600 and 7,800 white rhinos. They also suffer poaching. Kruger is considered an intensive protection zone and the government employs a range of resources to deter poaching, including aircraft, dogs, special rangers, and an environmental criminal investigation unit. So, what can I say? Um, What I want to do now is give you the links to the five curated content stories, and we've got them posted, by the way, the links to the stories on two places. The first is at our Visit the Zoo short blog at vtzlife.com. That's vtzlife.com. And you can just click on the links to the story titles that I'm going to give you here in a second. Or you can go to the description of this podcast in zoomanimals.info and just click on the links that way. All right, here are the five stories for this week's curated content stories. Number one is the most relatable animals on Netflix's Our Planet. That's a wonderful series, by the way, with David Attenborough. I've watched the first two and it's just fantastic photography. I think I heard that something like there were 600 members of the production team for that. Uh, story number two is United by Animals aims to fight cruelty in the area. Number three, teen pours affection for animals into volunteering. Story number four, Animal Hospital saves wild animals from the city. And finally, story number five of the curated content for this week is Santa Paula Pet Shelter transfers 26 animals. And those are our curated stories for this week. Again, the links to these stories are at vtzlife.com and zooanimals.info. Well, normally I read the primary animal description on this segment, but this week I'm going to do something different since this is a special episode, episode number 75. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play for you 10 animal sounds, and I'll see if you can guess it, and then I'll read a short description of what you just heard. So let's listen to the first animal sound. That is the Balian patera musculus, which means blue whale. And the blue whale is the largest animal living now or to have ever lived on the planet Earth. But it's considered endangered at this point. It's up to 100 feet in length and it weighs 190 tons. They were abundant at one time in all the oceans until the 20th century. And now they're down to anywhere between 10 to 25,000 on the planet. The largest population before that was 260,000 just in the Antarctica. And now that count is down to 2,000. They eat krill which is almost a microscopic shrimp-like crustacean, and they consume about 46 million of those every single day. All right, let's listen to the next animal sound.
Well, if you're on the bush a lot, you'll know that that is an elk, and it is the largest species of deer. An elk, by the way, is not a moose, which is even bigger still. They live in North America, Argentina, New Zealand, East Asia. They're about seven feet long, and they can weigh up to 530 pounds, and they have a very loud vocalization. They eat up to 15 pounds of vegetation per day. All right, let's listen to this next animal sound. Okay, now that is a moose. They are at about 4.6 to 6.9 feet in height at the shoulders, and they're about 7, 8 feet to 10 feet long, and they live 15 to 25 years. The males can weigh as much as that's 1,500 pounds, and the females, about 800 pounds. They are distinguished by their wide set of antlers, and also they have the long snouts and jaws. They are found mostly in Canada, Alaska, New England of the United States, and they are solitary animals, and they don't form herds. They're generally slow-moving, but can move rapidly and quickly if angered or agitated or startled or don't like what they see. That means stay away. All right, here is animal sound number four. Okay, is that annoying or what? Well, that's a mosquito. It's part of the 3,500-strong fly species. They've got slim, segmented bodies, three pairs of legs, one a pair of wings, they have feathery antenna, and elongated mouth parts. They took off, so to speak, on their own 225 million years ago, with fossils of mosquitoes found as long ago as 90 million years ago. It is the females that do the biting and sucking of blood, thereby injecting their saliva into disease-carrying organisms such as malaria, yellow fever, Japanese encephalitis, West Nile virus, dengue fever, Zika virus. Their distribution is worldwide except in the coldest parts of Antarctica and the Arctic. The adult female lays their eggs or larvae and there are vector programs around the world to spray chemicals into standing water to control the mosquitoes. All right, here is our next animal sound. Well, that'll get your attention, no doubt. That's a male lion that you're listening to. It weighs between 330 and 550 pounds. The females weigh between 265 and 400 pounds. They live in grassland and savannas in Africa, and they are considered a vulnerable species. They are the most recognizable symbol on Earth and human culture, and they have been for thousands of years throughout human history. Here is our next animal sound. See if you can guess what this is. And that is the aquatic flightless bird called a penguin, and it inhabits mostly the southern hemisphere. 
They spend about half of their time on land and the other half in the sea. They use that, of course, for their feeding grounds. The tallest penguin is the emperor penguin, standing at about 3 feet 7 inches tall, weighing 77 pounds. And the smallest penguin is the little blue, standing 16 inches tall and weighing 2.2 pounds. And they have a very distinctive black and white coat. Okay, let's listen to our next mystery animal sound. sound of the rhinoceros and they are hunted mercilessly as i discussed in the first story and segment of this podcast for their horns they're they're poached and hunted down and the horns are cut off they live in africa and also in southern asia and they weigh about one ton two thousand pounds and they are plant eaters okay time for another animal sound see if you can guess this one really doubt if, if, well, there may be, I, I was going to say, I doubt if there's anybody who can guess that one, but there's probably a few of you, some diehard bird watchers that may know that that is the red-winged cuckoo. It is found in the Philippines, and it is also found in Thailand and in Southeast Asia. They live in subtropical habitat and moist lowland forest, and they're about 47 centimeters long. All right, here is animal mystery sound number nine. And that, of course, is the zebra, the very distinctive African animal that is found in pockets of Africa with the distinctive white coat and black stripes. It's not really known why it has that coat. Many scientists believe it's a form of camouflage that confuses predators. Finally, here is our last animal sound. actually the sound of many animals and it's not necessarily any one animal sound but it's the sound of a place and those sounds are Saguaro National Park which is nearby where we live here in southern Arizona. Saguaro National Park is on the west and the east side of the city of Tucson. The city of Tucson fits right in the middle. It's 92,000 acres and it was once home of the Indian tribe the Hohokam, Sobepuri, the Tohono Odom and the Apache. Congress made the Saguaro National Park a park in 1994. Its name comes from the large cactus called the Saguaro Cactus, and it can have a wide range of temperatures inside the park and also here in Tucson. It can go from below freezing up to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. It is the home to coyotes and bobcats and deers, javelinas, gray foxes, Roadrunners, woodpeckers, desert tortoise, Gila monsters, lizards of all kinds, and two animals that we've had in our backyard, rattlesnakes and tarantulas. 
So, that is our special gathering of sounds from the animal kingdom around the world. Well, let me ask you a question. What is your tolerance level for pain and suffering? Well, let's try and find out because we are now at the segment where I usually read a poem or a quote or rarely give some animal jokes. And so I've got a few animal jokes here. I have 13 of them that I thought I would foist on you today. So please forgive me, but let's start. What do you give to a snake with a headache? An asp or an you know, like an asp snake. What did the duck say when it laid a square egg? Ouch. What kind of elephants live in Antarctica? Cold ones. What does a rattlesnake put in his lemonade to make it cold? Mice cubes. What did the orangutan call his first wife? His prime mate. What game do fish like playing the most? Name that tuna. Which dog can tell time? A watchdog. Only a few more left, folks. Hang in there. What's the difference between an elephant and a grape? A grape is purple. What did the frog do when he found a magic lamp? Rub it. Rub it. Where do rabbits go when they are sick? To the hospital, of course. How do you find your dog if he's lost in the woods? Put your ear up to a tree and listen for the bark. Finally, what snakes are found on cars? Windshield Vipers. All right, pain and suffering is over. We've come to the end of this episode number 75 of the Visit the Zoo podcast. And I want to thank you very much once again for joining me for this episode and all 75 episodes for the last year and a half that I've been delivering to you every single week. And I hope to keep on doing it for a long time. So please do subscribe rate and review, and hopefully like this podcast. Again, you can find our main host website at zooanimals.info. That's plural, zooanimals.info. And all of our merch is on zooswear, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R.com. And you'll see links to our four stores. We've got a subscription site coming soon, and I'm putting it together and working very hard on it. And as soon as it's ready to go, I will let you know. But again, thank you very much for joining me, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye for now.